cafeína. What, 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 what up, dorks? It's Lucky uh, the Dork Dad coming at you with episode number nine of the Dork Dad podcast. And I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully you guys are ready for another holiday season, you know, with Christmas right around the corner. Or whatever you want to celebrate, you know, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or if you don't celebrate nothing at this time of year... Sorry for all of our mess. It'll be over before we know it. So what's been going on? A whole bunch of stuff. Um, We got Thanksgiving to talk about. A bunch of family stuff. Went to a Spurs game. Went to the movies. uh, Which I don't want to get into just yet. We'll start off with some dad stuff. How about that? So, I just want to start off by saying, I hate adulting. Um, Not adultery, adulting. I hate having to be an adult and do all the grown-up stuff, adult stuff. You know, remember what it was like to be a kid? You know, you didn't have no worries at all. You got no bills. You got no responsibilities. Uh, Especially this time of year, the biggest thing you had going on is... You know, what toys you were going to show off to your friends that you got for Christmas. Shoot, and and playing outside. Remember when kids used to play outside? Yeah, those were the good old days. Well, I had to play grown-up this week uh, and throw out some grown-up money. So, I mentioned a while back, uh, our AC was going out uh, on our second floor. So... We went ahead and had it replaced, so that sucks. Hey, but one tip, if anybody out there needs to have their AC replaced or thinking about having it replaced, if you can wait or hold off until fall or winter, you can get a way better deal. And that's pretty much what we did. We sort of held off until, like, right now, and... The new AC we got going in is pretty much costing us about two grand less than what they said it was going to be earlier in the summer. Uh, it still hurts spending all that money, but, you know, it's a little less painful. Um, another cool thing is, I guess, that uh, with the new unit, they put one of those new Nest thermostats. I've been wanting to get one of those for a while. Uh, I just didn't want to spend the 250 bucks to put one in. But uh, it was included with the unit. And I went ahead and told them to add one for our downstairs uh, thermostat to replace that one as well. I like that uh, techie kind of stuff. I was all excited like a little kid playing around with the app. You know, changing up the stuff, changing up the temperature. Um... It's kind of cool. You can see, uh, you can name them. You can one says upstairs, one says downstairs, and there's all kinds of different settings. Uh, I was showing my wife. I said, "Look, babe, um, we can control the temperature even if we're not at home. Um, look, you can control the upstairs and downstairs, and and she could care less. <laughs> I felt like my kids, you know, when we're at Target or Walmart, and they run off." To get something they want us to buy. You know, they bring it back and they're trying to sell us on what they want. They're like, hey, mom, 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 check this out. This is so cool. Look at what it does. It does this. It does that. Uh, It's when you're listening and it's like when you're listening to what they're saying, but you don't really care. So you just smile back and say, oh, that's nice. And just keep on walking. Uh. So that's the way I felt with my wife. She 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 didn't even care what I was talking about. But that's okay. I'll be the techie one of the family. Um, at least I know I'm needed for something, you know. Cause when I'm at work on nights and I get that call, hey, what do I do? The Wi-Fi's not working. I get to talk shit. 
Oh, so now you need me? Huh? Well, maybe you'll pay attention when I start telling you about how all this stuff works, you know? Of course, I'm joking, but, you know, I love my wife, but... So, let's see. So, that's cool. Nest thermostats. Um, oh, at the same time, literally the same time, the same day, we had uh, people putting up our new roof, finally. It's been a long process dealing with the insurance guys and... You know, it stopped raining finally and we're able to get our roof done too. So, so yeah, I'm done being an adult for a while. So, yeah, Thanksgiving, you know, it was really nice to finally relax for a moment, have the family over. You know, our family has always, our family, we've always gone over to my mom's house um, for everything, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, if someone was having a birthday party in my mom's house, um, that's the way, that's where we'd go, and and that's that's the way she liked it, you know. And my mom really loves hosting everyone, you know. She's she's that type of person. Um, even though she really talks shit about the people once they're there, you know, she likes to talk and gossip about everybody and complain how much of her, how much of a mess her house is afterwards and. You know, you got those family members that take home like five plates with them, and like they're like they didn't bring nothing, and but yet they're taking five plates. What's going on? But like she likes to talk shit, but um, I know she loves it, and I know it really hurts her um, that she can't she can't do it like she like she used to anymore. Um, you know, starting last year, I. I convinced her, hey, just come over to my house for Thanksgiving. You know, there's, we got more room. And now especially, you know, after she had her leg amputated this summer, um, you know, she, she can't move around like she used to. And although, although I have to say I'm pretty proud of my mom, you know, um, she didn't want to bring her wheelchair, her wheelchair over to the house. She recently got a, a temporary prosthetic and you know so she can try it out before she gets her permanent one and you know she's really been working hard practicing walking on it she's she's doing really really good I'm proud of her and you know you could you could even tell you couldn't even tell she had one if you didn't know about it you really couldn't tell but she had she had her, her pants on but so yeah mom's doing good and uh she should have her permanent, uh, her permanent leg, uh, sometime later this month. But I just wanted to make sure, you know, that she didn't have to deal with everybody at her house and and her having to worry about moving around on on, on her one leg. So she can just come over and just chillax. But she still wanted to cook the turkey, so so I let her cook the turkey. She brought turkey and she. She wanted the turkey because she likes the way she makes the turkey. She likes to cook the turkey with the stuffing inside it. Um, that's the best way to have the stuffing, in my opinion, too. So she wanted to make sure she cooked the turkey her way. So, yeah, we had a good day. Uh, you know, my, my grandpa even came by. I haven't seen my grandpa in, in a while. Um, she's been going through some crazy stuff. Um... It's been it's been nine years now since my nana passed away, and I just I just haven't spent much time with them since then. So it was really nice to see my grandpa. Uh, um, good family time. You know, it was a really really good day uh, with good food. I had to cheat on my diet, but you know. You can't have Thanksgiving without pumpkin pie and stuffing and homemade mac and cheese and whatever else I eat. <laughs> um, so I really carved it up, but I got to get back on track. So everyone stuffed their faces. Uh, the Bears won. The Bears beat the Lions on Thanksgiving. And that night we hit the movie theater. <laughs> uh, okay, not yet. Not yet. I'm not going to get into it yet. Um, 
I'm saving it to the end. So, what else do we do? Uh, in the little suburb we live in, they always have a, a holiday parade, a Christmas parade, if you will. So, my son was in it with the high school band doing that. Uh, my daughter could have been in it. Uh, the dance studio she goes to always participates in the parade. Um, it was fun when she was smaller, I guess. Uh, she used to like it, but now that she's officially a teenager now, she thinks it's dumb. and That's so dumb. Uh, and, and to be honest, none of the older girls that she dances with like to do it either. Uh, they mainly had the little kids on the on their little float they had. I just thought she should be there since um, not only does she dance there at the studio, but she does um, assist in the teaching of the of the little girls of the younger ones. So she's kind of a teacher. So I thought she should be there, but oh well. Um, another thing uh, the dance studio does is. Uh, from time to time, they'll perform at a Spurs game, you know, during halftime. So Sunday, uh, we were there at the Spurs game. Again, it's, it's, I think we used to get more excited about it when she was younger, because, you know, oh, my baby's dancing at a Spurs game. Uh, and just like the parade, she, she really dreads doing it now, uh. It's still fun, but I think my daughter feels like the the routine they do is is kind of dumb. Um, she thinks she's so good now, <laughs> um, it's, and it's usually a little cheesy routine because they have to play it to the crowd, and, and you know they bring the little the little kids in there to uh, to show them off, show the studio off. But she's just being a te- teenager now, I guess. Uh, we still had a good time at the game, and you know the Spurs won, so that's always good. Uh, the new look Spurs, with, with you know Duncan's been out, and now Ginobili and Tony Parker, everybody's gone, but uh, there's still our Spurs. Uh, so I think I bored you guys enough with with all this dad stuff. What's going on in the in the world of dork news? So, Marvel. Marvel still wants to try to make a successful martial arts character. Because we all know Iron Fist was a flop, you know. And how horrible the action sequences were. I mean, they were just terrible. But Marvel still has a, a master of kung fu in their pocket. And the word is they're ready to let him loose. Now I had to look up this character myself, but it looks like a a Shang Chi movie is in the works. It seems like uh, this is coming out of nowhere, but if you listen to the rumors, um, Shang Chi was originally considered to have already been in the MCU, but I guess they changed gears and decided to save him for Phase Four. And if you want to keep moving down the track of the rumor train, people are saying that Shang-Chi has already been cast and will appear in Spider-Man Far From Home. And I know that Sony and this guy is supposed to be MCU, so I don't know the truth on that. But the word is, there's a cat named Remy He. I think that's the way you say it. R-E-M-Y, Remy, H-I-I, he, Remy, he, hi, whatever. Um, This dude was recently in Crazy Rich Asians, Crazy Rich Asians, uh, which is a pretty good movie, by the way. Uh, Saw that on the Red Box lately, Uh, recently. Um, but this guy Remy, he, or hi, has been cast as an undisclosed character in the upcoming Spider-Man flick. So, true or not, 
it's definitely gonna look look like something to look out for and and it's definitely coming at us soon so hopefully this remy he hi whatever knows a little martial arts because you know if you look at iron fist i think i could do better action sequences than what we saw in iron fist so yeah mcu with the martial arts coming at ya what else in the news so aquaman aquaman's getting ready to come out uh aquaman director james wan says he wants he wants the bat as in batman so we know one from you know the Saw movies, and he's had his hands in all the recent horror stuff: Insidious, Conjuring, Annabelle, The Nun. Um, he's got his hands in all that. Uh, so we know he can do horror, but we're gonna have to see how he does with the superheroes, you know, with this fish movie. But Juan has recently expressed his interest in the Cape Crusader. In an interview with Heroic Hollywood, whatever that is, he was asked about, you know, any other superhero ambitions, you know, what else he wants to do. And he goes on mentioning that before he landed the fist job, uh, he had really shown interest in working on a Batman movie. But his fantasy was to make it a horror movie, you know. How sweet would that be, right? A Batman horror movie? I, Me, personally, I love the idea. I just don't know if the regular folk out there would be up for it or ready for it. You know, I think I think we'd lose them. They'd be like, what the hell is going on? This is Batman, not a, not a scary movie. But, you know, the, the Snyderverse was kind of dark and gloomy already, but... But if one really did it with the right story, man, I I think I think it could be really good. And I know I know there's like a vampire Batman story out there that would probably make a sick movie. Uh, but you know, just like one said, it's probably just a fantasy, and it probably never happened. But but you know, there's always hope. We can always hope for one. Um, what else? Mr. Tom Hanks, uh, in a role reversal of sorts, the voice of Woody, a toy, right? Hanks is rumored to be, uh, cast as Geppetto in a live action movie for Pinocchio. And I'm down for that. I mean, who does not love Tom Hanks, right? So I definitely, definitely see this happening. I'm just wondering about the story. Because let's be honest, right? How many of you remember watching Pinocchio? Pinocchio is a freaky ass movie. I mean, especially the whole part with all the bad kids. Where they go to this island. They're like smoking and drinking and playing cards and like. Doing all kinds of bad shit. Uh, and then the whole donkey thing. I mean. This is definitely. Definitely one of Disney's darker sides. I don't think. That would really fly in this. PC world we live now. Everybody would get all offended. You know. The movie would get protested for exposing minors. To smoking and drinking. Who knows. I mean. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if they made Pinocchio a girl or a gender-neutral puppet. Why does he have to be a real boy? You know, why can't he be a real person? But, needless to say, um, it was a creepy movie. You know, one could argue it was a borderline horror flick, you know. And I'm sure Disney has a different plan for the little puppet. But, I mean, the moral of the story, right, is... To do the right thing and make good choices. At least that's that's what I remember it being about. So, yeah, I think they're going to change it up. But I'm definitely down for this. And I definitely see Tom Hanks as Geppetto 
so, yep, yeah, I'm good. Um, what else? Okay, okay, so, I know, I know, there's like a million and one Star Wars rumors out there for episode 9. And probably 99% of them are garbage or just not true. But, having said that, there's I saw one rumor that kind of caught my attention. I thought it was maybe worth talking about. So, it's rumored in episode 9, Kylo will be sporting a new mask. So, how do we feel about this? Because... We all know he don't need the damn mask. Right? Um, he don't need it. He just wore it to... As like an homage for his grandpappy, you know? Um, it's rumored that J.J. really, really wanted uh, Kylo to have this mask. And since Kylo was ridiculed for having it in episode 8, and smashed it to bits... Um... That Abraham, you know, is going to have to have Kylo create a new, more menacing mask. So, I like the no mask look on the kid, but it be it kind of makes sense. Um, he he needs a new. I think he needs a new look. He needs a new. He's got to intimidate any new threats out there, right? He, I mean, he's he's the supreme leader now, so he needs something to make him look like a badass, right? What's more badass than a badass mask? So I see this happening, even though it is a rumor. I, I could see a new mask coming into play. And probably one of the most important reasons I think we'll see a new mask is so we can get new toys. <laughs> I mean, because that's what really matters, right? Think about it. Kylo gets a new helmet. Um, that just equals more money for Disney, even though they don't need it. Um, you know what I mean? New masks, new toys. It's it's just dollar signs. But in all seriousness, uh, I think it would be cool. But we already know he doesn't need it, right? So, unless the rumor is leading us to believe that something happens to Kylo and will somehow need a mask to breathe like Grandpa Vader, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. It, that was just one of the fun ones to think about. So, let's see. Oh, I got one. I got one more. One more for dork news. So... Are there any Anchorman fans out there? Of course there are. You know, Will Ferrell fans? Of course there are, right? Well, if you like crazy news anchors, you know, I'd like to let you know that Mr. Ron Burgundy will be back. But it's not what you think. Not a movie. Not a TV show. But... Or really, you won't even see Ron Burgundy at all. But if you're listening to me, then that means you're a fan of podcasts. So I'm kind of excited for this. Will Ferrell is going to have, I think they said, a 13-episode run of a podcast that will stream, I believe, on iHeartRadio, setting uh I think the release date is sometime in January. And I think they... I read that they already have plans for another 13 episode run. So this will definitely be fun. You know, Will Will Ferrell is a crazy bastard. Um, So who knows what the hell he's going to talk about. It could just be a bunch of nonsense. And I'd probably still listen to it because it's freaking Ron Burgundy. Uh... So that's that's pretty awesome. I'm looking forward for that. 
I guess that's enough of dork news. And I've been putting it off long enough. I can't freaking wait to talk about it. Um, I have a new movie to review. Well, you know what? I have I have two movies to review. Uh, I could have had more to talk about, but uh, it I just didn't make it. My uh, my wife stepped in and took my youngest to see The Grinch. I I wanted to see this, but. You know, we had other things going on, um, you know, adulting stuff again that I wasn't able to go, but she took him and my wife stepped in again uh, to take my oldest. He wanted to go see Bohemian Rhapsody, which they said was a really damn good movie. Damn, I wanted to see that, too. Um, I should have uh, I should have recorded them on their review of those movies. But I'll just add those to the my list of what I, I need to watch or want to watch. So another reason I put this off to the end is if you don't want any spoilers, just you could just stop the show now. But if you want to hear what I thought of Ralph Breaks the Internet, we saw that movie. And if you want to hear what I have to say about Creed 2... <laughs> Creed 2, stick around. Um, if not, get out of here. I'll see you next time. But I'm definitely going to be talking about some spoilers coming up. So, you've been warned. Okay, so let's jump right in. So, I have to start off. I'm just going to say something embarrassing. About myself right now. So you know. I had a birthday last month. So I don't know if it's. It's me getting older. Maybe when I go back to the doctor. I need to have him check my testosterone. Or something but. I have been turning into a watery eyed little bitch lately. Um, Someone please tell me. Why am I crying. At at Rick and Ralph. (laughs) I mean. I'm a little baby now. I don't get it. Um, But anyways. uh, If you haven't seen the first Wreck-It Ralph. Just stop what you're doing right now. Go watch it. You need to see that movie before you see the second one. I recently uh, re-watched the original with my youngest son. To get ready for this one. And even in that one I started tearing up. I mean I don't know. I told you Disney knows how to get you, right? Uh, first of all, I really, I really like this, this, this second movie, The Ralph Breaks the Internet. It is as good as, if not better than, than the original. But like I said, you can't have one without the other. So, the first movie, right? It was about Ralph. Uh, he was tired of his game. He wanted something different. He wanted to be the hero. And in the process, you know, he made a lifelong friend with Miss Vanellope. And realized what what he has is really special. And he's pretty special himself. But in the new movie, it's almost as if the roles are reversed. You know, Vanellope is bored of her game. She feels like, like she's done it all, seen it all. She wants to know what else is out there. So basically, basically they stumble upon the internet. It's something new for them. They added Wi-Fi into the arcade. And how can you get bored out on the internet, right? All the possibilities, they're endless, right? You can do anything in the internet. So Vanellope wants out and explore the internet. And Ralph is trying to bring her back. Basically, it's like a dad watching his little girl grow up and move out on her own. Or maybe that's just the way I see it, uh, being a dad. And he's scared to let her go, you know. This is someone he, he truly cares for and loves. And 
see, I'm starting to tear up again. <laughs> um, but, you know, eventually he realizes he can't tell her what to do. If you truly love someone, you got to let them go, right? That's the old cliche. You have to let them be who they are. Well, at least that's what I got out of the movie. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Vanellope finds a, a new racing game. I forget the name. Uh, but it's pretty much limitless. It's like an open world racing game that she falls in love with. And and eventually leaves her game to be part of this this new online world. Uh, we all see uh, we see all the major players in the in the internet world, uh, eBay, Twitter, Google, etc. I'm not sure why they didn't use Google for their searches in the movie, but you know, it's probably a money thing. But you got uh, characters as pop-ups, pop-up blockers, online ads. They really you could tell they really put a lot of thought into this movie, and I give it two thumbs up, a good family flick, um, or even a good adult flick. Uh, and it's it's a good movie all around, so I definitely recommend it. Hey guys, if you hear like little clicking noises, that is my dog walking around and her her nails clicking on the floor, so... Don't freak out if you hear a little clicky noise. That's just my dog. Um, she wants to see what I'm doing. Now, the other movie we went to go see as a family, because we're all fans, is Creed Mother Effin 2. Now, I just want to start off by saying that forget about all the other movies that came out this year. Forget them. All of them. Infinity War, all the Marvels, all the DCs, all of the popular movies, as the Academy is calling them now. Forget all of them this year. Every one. Creed 2 is the best movie of the year. Hands down. In my opinion. Right? I love this movie. Even though I only saw it once. I need to go see it again, but... I freaking love this movie. I was on the edge of my seat the whole freaking time, bawling my eyes out and loving every minute of it. This movie was so good. I mean, I really like the story about Drago, you know. Of course, he has to be the quote unquote bad guy of the movie, but he was not necessarily a bad guy. You know, go back to Rick and Ralph, you know, like Zangief said in the in their meeting. I'm a bad guy, but that don't mean I'm a bad guy, right? I love how they showed us that when he lost to Rocky, he freaking lost everything. He lost respect from his people, respect from his country. He lost his wife. I mean, he this dude was forced to leave the country I mean that's that's bad he had to freaking move to the Ukraine I don't know anything that can go on bad enough here that would make me want to leave the freaking USA I don't know this, this dude was broken he lost everything, and he had to raise his son by himself. And they really make you feel for him, you know. And you can see glimpses of uh, of the original Rocky storyline with the Dragos, you know. Um, they show them their hardworking meatheads, trying to survive, working on the docks and stuff, doing all this manual labor. Uh, just trying to survive until they get their shot, you know. And of course, as soon as Creed officially wins a title, right, a Creed promoter wants in on the action and and works on setting up a rematch, if you will. You know, Creed Drago. 
Um, and then, uh, oh, and then Adonis, right? They find out they're having a baby. He's trying to decide whether or not to take this fight. And, oh, yeah. And, and they find out they're having a baby. But his wife is scared because um, she's scared that the baby will have the same disease as her. You know, she's she's losing her hearing. It's something she can't she can't prevent. You know, eventually she's gonna go deaf. You know, and Creed says, you know, we can't think about that right now. We're having a baby. Um. You know. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, Amanda. There's a scene. Uh, Drago is getting ready to tell him about uh, that he's back, right? And there's a scene where Drago is waiting for Rocky in his restaurant, right? To tell him about, about what's going down. And the look on Rocky's face when he sees him, right? It's like, damn. Um, you can tell Rocky does not like Drago at all. You know, you he's had a, Rocky's had a respect for other fighters he's fought. You know, I think he's got all his pictures all over the restaurant, all over the walls. And then Drago comes in. And he notices all these pictures, right? And there's no pictures from their fight, right? I was wanting it to go down right there and then, but it didn't happen. Um, you know, Drago's kid walks in and starts distracting him. But so Drago's presence is known. And right away this gets to Adonis. And, you know, he's like, this man, right? This man kills his father, and he has a way to get back at him? You know, we know it would be better. We all know it would be better, right, just to walk away. And that's what Rocky tells him to do. But he can't, right? He can't. Um, you know, this is his only way to, to settle the score, if you will. But, but you know, Rocky's telling him to just walk away. But you could tell Rocky's scared, you know, he recognizes that hunger and the power that Victor has. Victor Drago, Drago's son. I think deep down, Rocky knows, man, this, this is not going to go end well. This dude's big. This dude's strong. Um, he tells Adonis, you know, why do you want to fight him? You know, why? Um, and Rocky tells him, you know, I can't do it. I can't. I can't support you with this, man. I can't. I'm sorry, but you don't need this. I, I can't do it. I can't. I can't be with you on this. So Adonis goes on without Rocky, and and as I as I guess right as I predicted before, the movie came out. Creed gets his ass whooped. Victor puts a beating on him. I mean, literally breaking his ribs. Face, he, f- he fucked them up. And he was in the hospital afterwards. So Creed, right? He's broken. Creed's broken now. You now Rocky comes to see him, and Adonis he don't want nothing to do with him. He feels betrayed. He's like, man, Rocky is the only family he has, you know, and uh, he let him down, right? Adonis. Adonis was with Rocky when he was fighting cancer, uh, but Rocky wasn't there for him. So he was like, "Nah, fuck you, man. You weren't there for me, and now you want to come see me while I'm in the hospital, while I'm a beat man, while I'm beat down? Get out of here, man. You know, on the flip side, Drago is starting to get recognition again, right? Things are looking up. They're getting invited to some high-class Russian shindigs. You know, and again, I love the Drago story, right? Because you can tell he's uncomfortable around these people. You know, these are the people that threw him to the dogs before, right? And his son, Victor, right? He just feels out of place, too. He, he wasn't raised like this. They were raised in the streets. Um, oh, and then the surprise I wasn't expecting, right? At, the, at this hoity-toity party... Freaking Bridget Nielsen walks in. And I was like, oh shit. You know, 
Drago, Drago's freaked out. He don't even know how to act around her with her new man, right? And Victor, Victor blows up. He's like, you know, you really feel for the guy, right? His mom left him and his dad with nothing, right? And now she comes around when things are starting to look up. He's like, man, fuck this lady, man. We don't need her or these people, right? So he gets all pissed off and they get the fuck out of there, right? It's a fucking great scene. No, meanwhile, fucking Adonis is all sad and depressed and he's lost his drive, his focus, his desire, right? He's broken. Broken. No, then his baby is born. Oh shit. There's this there's a scene in the hospital, right? Where they're checking the baby's hearing, right? Because, you know, the mom is scared that the baby can't hear. And uh, they show the mom in the room, right? With the baby. And then they show Adonis in another room, like, looking through the window, looking at, at, at his wife and the baby. Um, he's in there with, with the doctor, right? They're, they're looking at the computer and, and, and shit like that. So you see the mom... You see the mom looking, looking at him, right, trying to read his face because they're they're going through over all these tests, right? The baby's got these things and and like to read to read a, his hearing or the baby's hearing, and you you see the computer and like nothing, it's showing nothing, right? And Adonis doesn't say a word, but you see the tears running down his face as he's looking at his his wife and his baby and. And you know the mom knows, right? Oh, man, no, you, she knows the babies can't hear uh, by looking at him. And then tears start raining down her face, right? And tears start raining down my face. And I was like, God damn this movie. Fucking. Ugh. I mean, I, I lost it right there, man. That part hits you so hard. Uh, so my boy's all fucked up in the head now. He's beat down. His baby can't hear. Uh, he's got no drive. He's broken. He's fucking broke. And so shortly after that, right, there's a scene. The mom, mom's like, "Hey, I need to get out of here, right? I need to get try to get back on my music, and I I need a little time to myself. You're gonna be alright with the baby." So. He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, you know. Creed's forced to spend a little time with his baby, right? Some baby daddy time. You know, she starts crying, and he don't know what to do, and he's trying to calm her down. He ends up taking her to the to the gym, right, to the boxing gym. And I don't know, he's, he puts the baby down, and he starts hitting the bag, showing his baby, you know, what he's doing, and and some, something just clicks. I don't remember, but something just clicks. And, you know, he's ready to do what it takes to fight this dude again, right? Then we get the whole training montage, right? That's all the Rocky movies have. We got, uh, you know, bigger, stronger, faster, Creed, get up, let's do this. And phew, I'm just pumped again, right? I'm ready, let's fight again. So Creed and Drago meet up again, right? Freaking great fight. They fucking traded blows this time. Back and forth. But Creed is definitely losing on the scorecard, right? It's knocked him down a few times. And just like every other Rocky movie, he has to knock him out to freaking win. So we're all thinking, right? That's what's going to happen, right? Creed starts beating Victor, right? And finally knocks him down. We're like, oh shit, this is it. This is it, right? Nope. Fucking Victor Drago gets up. But he's tired, right? He's beat up. But he's still going. Creed start beating up on him again. You know, is he going down again? Like, is that how it's going to end? Nope. You know, what we weren't expecting, you know, it's fucking Drago, right? Drago's, uh, Ivan Drago sees his son getting beat down. And, and at the end, at the end of the fight, you know, like, man, I, I can't have my son go through this. And freaking Drago throws in the towel. Freaking throws in the towel. It's like, damn. 
you know, as much as, as they needed this win, right, um, to get the respect again, um, no man, Ivan, he thinks of his son, his son comes first, family first, who he loves very much, right, and saves him from a beatdown, and the fight is stopped, right, Creed fucking wins, everyone's crying, I'm fucking crying, damn, this movie is a fucking great movie, but, uh, no, so, the underlying story, right, about Rocky, um, Rocky himself, he, he, Rocky himself takes a beating, right, from everybody, and, and comes out on top, but, but he, he's still scared of fighting for one thing, he's scared of fighting for his own family, um, you know, we see that in, uh, Rocky Balboa, right, he's, a lot of conflict between him and his son um and at the end of this one you know uh he finally makes up with his with his son which is a homeboy from this is us i don't know his name because my wife watches that show but um my wife is like oh my god that's so and so i was like whatever <laughs> um so he makes up with the son the movie's over right so fucking fucking great god damn this movie now I recently Stallone posted up on social media saying that that this is his farewell right saying farewell to Rocky as a character so so now what right what's up with the with the franchise is the end are they gonna continue it without him are they gonna let Michael B take the reins or, or what's going to happen? So I posted up this question uh, on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and uh, wanted to see what you guys thought. And what did you guys say? So first off, we got my boy Big Mike on uh, on Facebook. It says, uh, what about Adonis versus Mayweather? Or... Adonis for versus uh, Khabib. I was like, mm. he said, let that sink in. And I was like, man, Creed versus Mayweather. I don't, I don't know if I'd want to see that because I hate Mayweather. People think he's he's the best, whatever. I hate that mofo. I don't know, and I don't know what kind of story to tell there. Um, but I'm not a writer, right? Um, I don't know. Mayweather, a hotshot fighter that calls Creed out. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't see that one. But, Khabib, man, that has me thinking, right? An MMA fighter calling out Creed, claiming he's a better boxer, kind of like what McGregor did. That that could be something. Um, I could see, man, I could see him coming in and beating Creed. Um, and then, but then Creed comes back and challenge, challenges him in his own ring, the octagon, right? Creed going MMA style and uh, beat this dude in the end. That could be interesting, maybe. Um, so yeah, that's something to think about. Uh, I threw out that, you know, Drago's son, you know, that worked out in this movie. What if we see, uh, uh, Creed face some of, uh, some other kids, right? Thund- maybe Thunderlip's son, right? Hulk Hogan's character. Or maybe Mr. T, uh, Clubber Lang's kid, you know, could that work out? <clears throat> well, I got a response, right, from the man himself, Rich, uh, from the Raw Live Unedited Podcasting Network, Mr. Elson Nestro on the Instagrams. And this is what he had to say. Okay, Rich, right? He says, the first Creed 
was Adonis realizing his place in his father's legacy, a young black man looking for his father and trying to find himself in the process, ultimately finding a surrogate father in the form of Rocky during the process. Creed 2 is Adonis realizing his own legacy, truly becoming his own man. But before that, that could be done, he had to face the last bit of his father's legacy, his father's end, in order to move on. He thinks the idea of having any more direct ties to old Rocky foes is done. We live in the age of Creed now. He stepped out of both his daddy's shadows. Adonis Creed has his own tales to tell. And coming from a Rocky diehard, I couldn't be more excited. So that was Rich from the RLU. And I say, uh, hell yeah. I agree, it's 100%, 100%, as they say on the RLU. Um, and if we're truly done with Rocky, as Salone said, let's, let's really get original, original, let's tell some good Creed stories, you know. I hope this is not the end, and they continue the franchise with Michael B. taking over. Hollywood, if you're listening, please make this happen. Um, there's still a lot of fans out there that want to see this happen. Let's do this. And let's see one last comment from my boy Aldo on the Facebooks. It says Rambo is what he wants. Okay, so so screw Creed, I guess he he wants to see another motherfucking Rambo. Well. Stallone is working on what he says will be the last Rambo as well. That will be coming out, I think, sometime next year. Now, I had to say something about this, but I'm scared. I'm scared someone's going to take away my man card. Because as much as I love Rocky, the Rocky movies, Creed, and, and Stallone, you know, I hate to say it, but I have never seen any Rambo movie. I know, I know, I know. It is on my list, trust me. The only thing I know about Rambo is that Charlie Sheen makes fun of him in freaking Hot Shots. That's that's all I know. (laughs) Um, Speaking of that, whatever happened to good parody movies, you know? We need, they need to bring back parodies, right? Um, something without the Wayne Brothers, because those are trash. So, parody movies. Uh, but, yeah, back to Rambo. So, yeah. No, well, the only other thing I know about Rambo, too, is I remember back in the day, I always wanted a Rambo knife. i never seen the movie, but I wanted a Rambo knife. You know, you remember the Rambo knives? They used to have them at the freaking flea market. I always wanted one, right? There was a there's a big ass knife, right? Big ass blade on it. It had a a freaking a compass on the end of the handle, right? And you can unscrew the the end of the handle, and there was like matches and like a a freaking wire. There was like a, a you could use it as a saw and. I don't know, just a bunch of other stuff. It was a, a freaking survival knife, right? But we always called it a Rambo knife. But yeah, I remember I wanted one of those as a kid. But but anyways, so yeah, Stallone, you know, he's an old dude now. He's done with Rocky. He's done with Rambo. Maybe he's just done, right? And just wants to chill in his later years. You know, Times are changing, right? It made me think, who else is done, right? Arnold. Uh, Arnold did a bunch of different movies, though. Does he have a franchise that he can say he's? I'm officially done with that character? Uh, I guess the Terminator. But I think they're still making another sequel, right? And speaking of Arnold... You know what I you know what I want to see an updated version of? 
The Running Man. That was another one of my favorites, right? Uh, with the technology we have now, I think that could be a sweet-ass movie. The Running Man. I used to love watching that. Um, speak, speaking of, you know, you know who you don't see anymore? Is that chick from The Running Man. Uh, freaking Maria Conchita Alonso. She used to be the the go-to Latina back in the day. She'd be like, uh, she'd be like J Lo or like, or maybe Rosario Dawson uh, of the eighties, right? Um. Okay, so that went weird. I was talking about Rambo, but um, let's see. One last thing before I wrap this one up. Uh, did you guys see the Lion King teaser trailer? Man, they got us in the happy place with that one too. It was pretty much a shot for shot with the original movie. Um, with the intro. And I, you already know they got my money on this one, right? And for me, right, if the rest of the movie looks like this, it has a potential, the potential, right, to be the biggest movie of the year, right? I'm already calling it. Freaking Creed 2, best movie of the year for 2018. And Lion King has the potential, just, just by looking at this trailer, for me, has the potential of beating out Avengers and Star Wars and whatever else comes out next year. I think this could blow them all out the water. But, again, that's just my opinion. Because it's another one of my favorite movies. And just like that, we close another episode. But, uh... Oh, wait. Um, real, real, real quick before I go. If you guys like collecting toys, um, new and vintage stuff, um, you guys should check out. The, there's a Facebook group called uh, Collectors Toys Shop and Auction House. Uh, it's a public group, so you know it's not a closed group. Anybody can join. But uh, a couple of shows ago, I mentioned. Uh, how that new Savage World figs by Funko are just a freaking Motu ripoff, uh, He-Man ripoff. Um, well, that got me into thinking about He-Man, and I started picking up He-Man figs, and I was able to find quite a bit of them on this in this group. Uh, it's a fun group. They do uh, they do like live auctions, like Facebook live auctions. Uh, on the regular, like like every day, they have someone doing um, Facebook live auctions where you just comment to to bid. Um, you know, they have a regular like reply auctions where they just post stuff up and you just reply as your bids. And then um, they have regular sale posts as well. But like I said, it's a fun group. If you're looking for some some older toys, they got new stuff too. But a lot of the guys have older stuff, uh, G.I. Joe's, Turtles, and pretty much anything. Um, check those guys out. So, um, yeah, so, now, thanks, I just want to say thanks for everybody uh, who commented. Um, uh, Big Mike, uh, Aldo, and the man himself. Rich El Sinestro from the RLU, uh, who, who again, I would say, you know, check those guys out. They got shows that release on the daily and, and they got something, a little something for everybody. But again, thanks for listening. Thanks for your feedback. Uh, remember to tell your friends and family about the show. You can send comments or suggestions to me at Dork Dad Podcast on Instagram or on Facebook. Or at dorkdadpodcast at gmail.com. You know, remember to like, subscribe, and give a review of the show, you know. Um, I'd really appreciate it, you know. 
Again, listen to us, listen to me on iTunes, uh, Podbean, Stitcher. Thanks again, everybody. And until next time, I'll see you later. Sweet cheeks. What do you think of the show? Trash. <laughs>